Welcome to another episode of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. I'm your host, Martelena Donterpel, and this season we're featuring authors from the book Divinity Speaks, women who tune in and trust divine inspiration. This episode, we have Andrea Blint. Andrea Blint is a registered nurse, holistic health practitioner, four-time international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and life and mindset coach who empowers others through her own personal healing journey. She makes healing an inside job and guides her clients as they discover ways to strengthen their body, mind, and heart. This allows them to reclaim their power, advocate for what is in their best interest, and learn the tools needed to make decisions that are in alignment with their beliefs. Andrea believes that when people are informed, supported, and empowered, they are better equipped to make health decisions. She has been featured in Authorities Media Magazine, Bustle, She Finds, Mel, Natural Health Radio, and multiple other publications and podcasts. She lives in California with her husband and four beautiful children. She loves being in nature, reading, writing, and inspiring others to create a life they love. Chapter four, the truth we know. Heat pulsed through my body as the doctor's words filled my ears. There's no cure. The only treatment is supportive care to manage symptoms. No quality of life, admit to the hospital to fade away. My son was almost three and his life consisted of constant nausea, projectile vomiting and constant pain that could not be eased. It was heartbreaking not having solutions or the ability to comfort him. So when we were approved for diagnostic workup, after three years of fierce advocacy, we clung to hope. We trusted that if we knew the devil we were dealing with, we could battle it more wisely. Our doctors were stumped and without further insight, we were limited in the progress we could make. That morning, as we went into the hospital, we prayed for answers. We believed we could overcome anything if we knew what was ahead. But when the doctor explained our son's diagnosis and poor prognosis, I froze as fear crept back into my mind. I imagined life without my beautiful son in it. I envisioned surviving the death of another child. The tiny wooden box of ashes that held my first twins remained seared deep into my memory. Panic, sadness, and anger consumed me, and I thought I might collapse onto the hospital floor. This can't be my life, I thought, as the doctor's words and abrasive alarm stole my hope. My chest squeezed as I inhaled, willing air into my lungs, as though I was trying to suck cement through a coffee straw. My eyes fixed on the doctor's mouth as it moved, his words desolate, defeating, and limiting, until suddenly I couldn't hear a thing and my eyes glossed over. As the room blurred, I felt my body as it moved backwards away from this reality. I blinked clearing my vision, and in that moment, clarity set in. Peace washed over me, extinguishing the fire I felt burning in my soul, and my body calmed. 
air made its way easily into my lungs and my heart pumped a deep knowing through my body. A tiny whisper moved through my mind, assuring me that it would be okay, and I clung to that belief. I didn't have the answers or even know if a cure was possible, but I knew that everything I had learned as a nurse through my medical training and my life experiences had led me to this very moment, and I had the ability to lean in and utilize it all. I decided at that moment that I wasn't going to let the doctor or this diagnosis define what my son's future would look like. Instead, I vowed to find a way to help my son, and I knew if I couldn't find the way, I would create one. I was determined as I gathered our belongings and left the hospital. The doctor told me there would be a team meeting in two weeks to discuss the plan of care moving forward. That meant I had two weeks to create a game plan. A million thoughts flew through my mind as I drove home. I knew that in order to heal our son, radical changes needed to happen, and I would need my husband's full support in order to successfully pull it off. I walked into the house and calmly sat at the counter across from my husband. He patiently listened to me as I detailed the day's events and test results. His face fell and his shoulders slumped forward as I spoke, heavy grief moving through him. I shifted in my seat, feeling deep within my soul our ability to heal our son. I told my husband my plan and he rose from his chair, moved towards me and wrapped me in a strong hug. Warm tears saturated my hair as he wept, tears of sorrow, hope and gratitude. He cupped my face in his hands and told me he believed in me and knew that I would find a way to help our son. The amount of confidence and belief built in me and my deep love for our son pushed me forward in search of solutions. I researched our son's disorder, looked for survivors, and sat in silence as wisdom and insight poured through me. I decided that everything needed to change. We would no longer be caring for our son the way we had been instructed to for three years. Instead, I would listen to my inner knowing and honor him as an individual. I stopped doing what doctors told me to do and started doing what I knew to be right. I stopped force feeding him the crappy diet that was laced in chemicals and additives and started increasing his intake of clean foods that were easy to digest and were supportive to his body. I stopped administering medications that were supposed to help his symptoms but caused multiple side effects while providing no relief. I stopped allowing the doctor's prognosis and limiting beliefs to be heard in our home. I stopped talking about his challenges and instead, I spoke life and truth into existence. I created a recording for him to listen to that affirmed his ability to heal and he listened to it multiple times a day his body started to heal. He went from vomiting 12 times a day to 11 times. And with each small step in the right direction, we praised him and his body for its ability to thrive. I sought additional support from multiple alternative medical practitioners. And as our son continued to improve, we praised our combined efforts. The momentum was contagious and we knew we were making strides. During our team meeting, the head doctor applauded our achievements and told me that she supported me on this journey. 
I was told that most of the children who are diagnosed with this disorder are in the hospital. But since I was doing a great job of managing his care at home, that I could continue to do so. They let me know that they would be available to discuss symptom management and quality of life with me when this treatment stopped working. I dismissed the possibility of my efforts not being successful and held on to the beliefs I had. As I affirmed them, it propelled me even further. After a few months of our son seeing various specialists three to four times a week, my husband encouraged me to go back to school in order to deepen my knowledge and ability to practice the ancient wisdom our current practitioners were utilizing to help us support our son. I was nervous. The idea felt big, out of my reach, a bit woo-woo, and would cost a lot of time, resources, and finances. Our son's medical providers were all out of pocket and the organic food and supplement program we had him on cost us about $1,200 a week. We were already struggling to make ends meet after my husband lost his job due to needing to care for our other three children while I was researching, going to medical appointments and caring for our son. And I couldn't imagine taking on another expense. My husband assured me in his ability to support me and our home while I committed to learning. I again sat in silence as I listened for confirmation on what direction to go. I of course had a million reasons not to do it, but as doors began to open and opportunities became available to me, I embraced the divine timing of it all and enrolled in multiple programs. Within a matter of weeks, I had enough confidence to begin treating our son on my own. I was absorbing the material quickly and it felt known to me, like a hidden treasure tucked deep within my soul, eagerly waiting to be uncovered. My son continued to improve, his pain decreased, and his episodes of vomiting became less frequent. Our family was starting to heal and that brought me fulfillment and peace. It took me close to three years to complete all of my training. I became certified in homeopathy, flower essence, rapid transformational therapy, hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, emotional freedom technique, life coaching, applied kinesiology, and multiple other healing modalities. The additional wisdom I gained was not only changed my son's life, it also changed my life, my families, and now hundreds of patients all around the world whom I have the privilege of sharing it with. I am grateful for my husband, children, family, and teachers who supported me in honoring my inner knowing. Their support and guidance are invaluable, and with them, I was able to create a life bigger than I ever imagined. Today, instead of relying on others for the answers, wisdom, and medical care I need, I search within. I utilize my personal healing journey along with my diverse medical training to reassemble the broken parts of our medical system and fully strengthen the body, mind, and soul. I empower my patients to do the same, and I teach them how to unearth the wisdom they have within in order to create lives they love. Through all of this, I have learned that divine wisdom can be found in many places, shapes, and forms. It is available to us all, and when we learn to listen to it, we are limitless. Divinity Speaking. My desire is for you to know that you are capable of creating a life you love, and that regardless of your diagnosis or prognosis, hope 
is still available. You don't need to enroll in a course or spend a fortune seeing specialists. The answers exist in and around you. All you need to do is sit in silence and listen to the wisdom within. Once you receive the answers, I encourage you to bravely take the next step. Thank you for sharing, Andrea. Andrea's story is at once heartbreaking and fiercely empowering. If you know anyone who is going through something similar, please reach out to her. She will give you that same empowerment. Thank you for listening. All proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit helping women in Kenya escape poverty, sex tourism, and genital mutilation by teaching them to sew and giving them a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode. Honor the light within you and let it guide your way on.